Ladies and gentlemen, Lisa Traeger. Yay, hello. So happy to be here. You can tell by my voice, I live a really healthy lifestyle. Okay, uh, give it up for the boys. How fun, they're so great. You guys are great. Just a modern day sex in the city. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, every hair color. You really did it. Way to go, guys. Are you gay or having sex with someone? Neither. Okay. That's fine. Hopefully you're getting sex somewhere. Um, I'm not judging. I haven't had sex in like six months, so it's been a problem. I mean, I've yelled at friends who don't deserve it. Um, <laughs> Recently, I put Big Mac sauce on a McChicken. Like, shit's bleak. I don't, um, I don't know what, I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I just, I, yeah, whatever. I, I can't believe we started so honest up front. I thought I would do like a joke about my dad and being Russian, but here we are. Um, no, but the last time I had sex, it was a foursome, so I felt so cocky afterwards. Like, I was just like, okay, I'm gonna do whatever I want and then nothing, it's sad. but but the foursome was great. I met them in the front row of a comedy show, no pressure, but... Um. Okay. You ever done just a little bit of cocaine? Like, not done a lot of it? All right, me neither. Sorry. What's up, Felchers? Welcome to the after set. Why do you start like that every time? Oh, I, don't, I hate starting these. It's <laughs> right. so stupid. Lisa Traeger, Mateo Lane. Hello. Hi. 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 Welcome. So let's talk about the show real quick. How was the show? How was the show? We just got done. Super fun. I enjoyed it. I love that stage. I like the audience. You said you felt comfortable? I felt super comfortable. There was like probably four times throughout the set where I just went off on tangents and like from those riffs I'm now like excited about what I'm going to create Good. from it. So it's fun. Oh really? Because when they're laughing and they feel cool and you feel like alright they're on my side you get to just take more risks and have a good time. I, I felt. So that was you tonight? That's how you felt? Yeah, I mean, I stuck to, like, my set, but I did do a bunch of, like, long, like, I, yeah, I think I have, like, three or four new jokes from tonight's set. Just from tonight? Yeah, that I'm going to be able to work. Like, lo like tags or longer things or more ideas or something that I said that it sparked something else that I wrote down. So, yeah, like, four jokes. What about you? Dead out. No, <laughs> um, Samesies. No, um... Yeah, that was a great crowd. I mean, they were really great. The, the same thing we were just talking about, Lisa and I were just saying, because it's like, you and I both went to each other afterwards and like, oh, new stuff, I like this, I like that. Yeah, when you have an audience on your side, it, it just opens up, what did you say, a, ch a channel? What did you say? <laughs> I don't know. Vortex. It is... opens up the, the possibilities of tags and new jokes and exploration because, like, yeah, with the audience, when, you, when they're waiting for more and they're excited about it, then you don't feel... Hostile, you don't feel like oh I have to skip to the next joke, or you don't feel like you're trying to please them. You're just like oh they're the I can. Because what we always say, about what it. we always say is like I'm just I'm like a Jew cunt and he's this flaming faggot. And so sometimes when we're like <laughs> in Dayton or the suburbs of Washington, they just don't or like Cleveland, they don't like it's Cleveland like, the worst. But I mean no, it, they it, don't really. The I've heard great, this but, like, people. No, no, it just. It, listen. And it's not blaming the it. It's crowds. just like, no, no, sometimes no, no. they just don't like us. Or yeah, and that's fine. It's like silence for 10 minutes while I'm talking. I, I imagine with the stuff you're talking about, it's kind of almost niche 
in, in terms of it's not going to be lowest common denominator comedy to every single person. It's not going to. Well, I'm certainly not talking about airplane food and sure. elevator situations. Um, but I do think. Yeah, even though I'm gay, I don't think... I just said 40 minutes. I don't think it's 40 minutes of like... And then he stuck it at my asshole and I waited for him to come. Not that that's gay comics either, but I'm saying like people expect me to talk only about that because I'm gay, and I I don't. And, and same with Lisa. I think it. I think it's just cool that comedy is like... It's it's it doesn't have to be about like my wife and kids. You know, sure, like people audiences are more open to listening to newer things. And I think you'll find at the end of the day, I find for myself... Being gay, I find people are relating to what I'm talking about because sure. even though there's a man on the other side, really relationships are the same, dating's the same. People are coming around to that. You yeah, feel that it, it all sucks. We're all pieces of shit. We all hate ourselves. Do you so. feel like there's less resistance to some of the subject matter that you're putting out there now than to what it was five years ago? Five years ago, it probably would have been even uh, ten times harder for me specifically to do what I'm doing than it is now. Every day gets easier. I think ten years ago, no, I wouldn't be able to do it. Sure. Period. It's interesting. Do you think people? I'm sorry. Do you, do you think that people put you in like a like a? They expect you to talk about certain stuff because you're a gay man who is a comic. I mean, you were talking about Rachel Ray today. You're pretty gay. That was one of my favorite jokes, by the way. I like that joke. <laughs> Thank you very much. It's so That's funny. so funny in my head as I was talking about. I was like, this isn't a gay joke. Check. Um, <laughs> no, it's not a gay joke. Uh, well, I'm gay, so and no yeah. matter the things I'm interested in are going to be different than uh, straight dudes but it's not like I'm talking about if I talked about Liza Vanelli for 45 minutes which don't tempt me because I could um, that would be a very gay set um, but yeah guess what I like Mariah I like opera that was and so I funny tits. when you did the Mariah singing thing right, right at the oh the high Mariah that was, that was so funny I was just brought up to like an Eminem like uh, no, you were brought up to teach me how to do it. I don't know what I was about. <laughs> Sorry about it that. Is, yeah, and I'm, I'm this like is cool, right? This is badass. I'm just thinking it's gonna be like <laughs> fantasy, like <laughs> like I would be, you know. But we'll make it happen. No, I'm kidding. I was teasing you. Oh. I feel like I feel like I'm coming up. No, yeah, <laughs> no, everything's great. But this club does have um, a good reputation. Yes. So it's not like a surprise. I'm sure most of the people that come up here are like we had a I had a great time. Yeah, but it's it's true, but it's like and to hear everyone's specific story. Let me just say yeah. this, just to cover our tracks. Dayton, Ohio was great. You know what yes. I mean? Like we're also surprised because it's like that's that's on me. I, I had a meltdown. I, well, <laughs> I that's meltdown. that is a different story. I had a couple meltdowns. I had to do a lot more crowd work. Let's just say that I had to do like half my set in certain places is it's crowd work. Because I know they're not, they, they're just not on board with what I want to do. Less crowd work that Lisa and I do, the better we're doing. Yeah. Like, in my heart, for anyone. like, I'm not, I can't, I can't do material to people that just aren't reacting, so I'll just scrap it and just start doing crowd work. Sure. And, yeah. Like, at, yeah. at one point during the set, you were like, I feel you're doing the Sex and the City joke, and you were like, I feel like I'm losing you guys right now, and you kind of jumped for, I felt like, in the joke of it. I don't know, but yeah, occasionally, obviously, must happen. Yeah, just in the mo- where you're just like, oh, I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> I think too doing this, you and I have. I think also maybe we haven't discussed this, but I think the more road stuff we've done together, I think we've be- we've grown as comedians, so we we tend to be doing better with audiences. Like Cleveland was our first stop. Yeah. And I mean, it really was. We just feel rough. lucky that we get to go together. Yeah, yeah, that's what I wanted to ask. How long have you guys been traveling together doing the dual headliner? Well, honestly, I my first headlining gig ever was July. So I haven't even been headlining for a year. So this is like a new world for me, and I think for you too. Yeah, We're like young well. comics. So well, this is perfect for you then because it's, it's you're doing right around you know like 35, 40 minutes, which mm-hmm. is a long time for a comic to be up there. 
but then to also be able to ease into that and then be able to do an hour. Or yeah, and just like not be lonely and do activities in the day or just like lay around watching Bravo's nice. We bring a Nintendo 64 with us so we can play Mario Kart with each other <laughs> on the road. That's the only game to play, right? I <laughs> love Mario Kart. <laughs> He's so I was, good at I sex. was so good. <laughs> I was really good. I love that game. That's That sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it's we supposed go to, to be movies, super nice. We go to the arcade. Like tomorrow we'll work out. We'll go to the pool. Like... In theory. In theory. You hear all these stories of these people on the road that get so sad, so, like, I just feel lucky that at this time we get to have I fun think, together. I think, honestly, I, like, I'm going to Montreal. I'm, doing, I'm headlining Brunch Club next month. Wow. And I'm going by myself. And I and the Brazilian's not going to be there, by the way. Oh, that's His crazy. sister put off the wedding, so he's not going to Montreal for... I was going to fuck some Brazilian. So... That's gone. I so now I am kind of worried. I'm like, there's yep. going to be two days of me just... No, because Sophia's great, and she'll take you out and about. Okay. Really good. All right. And there's a trans gal. That's fun. Yeah. So you're, you're Comedy Central half hour. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like, that's awesome. How did that, how did that go about? How was it offered to you? Well, so I've had a relationship with Comedy Central since 2012. I did comics to watch. So I've always kind of known the gals and stuff, and I've just been working on stand-up. And they did Adam Devine's house party. The first I love season. that we did it in New Orleans for Adam Devine's house party, and you were in... Chatsworth. Yeah. <laughs> and so they kind of, like... The great thing about Comedy Central is they want to create relationships. It's not just, like, one and done using talent. Like, they really want to foster good comedians. So they were just great. And then I came to a point where I thought I could do it, and then I submitted a tape, and then I got it. Wow. That's really do you think there's more... So many shows are uh, they're they're greenlighting using a lot of stand-up comics. Mm-hmm. I feel like far more now than before. Do you think it's easier as a comic to get those jobs? Do you feel like there's more of them out there than there maybe Definitely. were five years ago? Yeah, I mean, even like the even just the chats at the cellar, like all the old veteran dudes, there were never that many shows. Right now, just at the cellar alone, there's 31 shows a week. Like back in the day, there was maybe two a night. And so it's like there's definitely more stuff. Do you say thirty one shows a week? Yeah, because they have two. They have like the Village Underground around the around the corner. So on a weekend, there's seven shows. Wow. And also with television, because there's so many channels yeah. and Snapchat and web series, and it there's just so many people creating so much content out there that it's. I mean, Friendly Boots would have a different opinion on yeah. all of this, <laughs> but. Um, but it's gonna bust. That's the good thing. Yeah. It's like there's like this. Everyone's doing stuff, but well, eventually the crap will go away, and the good. Will and the good rises keep, to the top. Yeah. Let's hope so, because I feel like it just makes it that much harder. Since so many people are being seen, it makes it that much harder to get the break that you need in this in this industry. I think what you're saying though is that the bullshit the stuff polarizes itself. Like the good good stuff always seems to find its way to the top. Yeah, I have a saying. Yeah, I think true talent. <laughs> I really do think talent. Yeah, I have a saying where it's like the Macarena was huge too. You yeah, know that's, the best. that's the best. Because a lot of times you you don't want to get competitive, but like uh-huh. you you see other people or whatever, and you don't respect what they're doing, and then it's like, who cares? Like I don't, you know, everyone. I want to do this for thirty years. I'm sure you do. We all do. So it's like, yeah, it's just fun to chill. Yeah, if you're out. just into it for the long haul, then you just learn to be. So happy it's cool with that there's a lot of opportunities for sure. I think it's great. And I'm MTV loves you. Yeah, but I've done other stuff too. Well, no, I'm just, that's what I just say, that it's like, yeah, it's like they they love you. Yeah, I'm on Guy Code and Girl Code. I'm doing Seth Meyers in July. No, so I'm really excited. You're so mad about that. Can I just say, we were in Philly together, and twice in Philly, these people stopped us, and that lesbian girl, and she was like, thank you so much. Like, I love watching you on the show. I feel like you took 
these cheesy kind of uh, really gender, like these shows that are kind of like so stereotypical in a way and you have like a fresh, fun voice on it. Yeah, Geiger and, and Girl fans Code. fans are, like, love him. Like, we're, he gets recognized all the time, and people appreciate what he does. Yeah. But I, also, people tell him to die. Yeah, <laughs> I, it's half, I also get called, like, you're a faggot, die, this and that, so it's, it's half and half. I, I stay humble. Um, but, um, yeah, MTV's been the best. I mean, Guy Code and Girl Code, the best part about those shows is that they really have not edited me or told me not to say. They were like... Dress how you want to dress, say what you want to say. So you sit down, they give you questions, you write your jokes a few days before, and then you riff back and forth with the producer for an hour, and then they air it. And it's just, that show's great. You just go on and give your opinion on stuff. And there's a lot of really good comics on the show, and it just, I don't know, I really And you've really gone to go to time. festival, like, do on the, like, red carpet, like, Mike, what is it? Yeah, that? oh um, yeah, I get to interview, stuff. like, I get, I was, last summer I was on tour with MTV and got to interview all these, like, bands, and got to go to all these big festivals, and... I don't know. It's been really fun. I got to do a bunch of logo stuff, like interview all the drag queens, which was super fun for me. And I'm now friends with Bianca Del Rio, and we like chit chat and stuff. What? And yeah, it just it's it's been a really you're cool having ride. a good ride. Like your your ride is that sounds pretty nice. Yeah, I wish there was a lot more dick that I was riding, but <laughs> you um, work too much. Maybe that's what no, it is. I do. You're sexting a lot of people. And yeah, but they're all out. like foreign people in huts in Brazil. I mean, none of them are like got you got a thing for Brazilians. I do have a thing. Well, Brazilians, black men, Latinos, like, yeah, they make me go crazy. Brazilian dudes have the big butts like the Brazilian girls do? Yeah, of course. Dude, if you want to look at my explore page on Instagram, I also don't know how much bigger butts are going to get, actually. Um, Khloe Kardashian is now a a half-man, half-horse. And Kylie Jenner is now a full-blown Dominican. But... um, (laughs) Yeah, the huge. Are they getting butts. butt implants? Yes. Are you out of your mind? Yes, of course they are. Yes, yes, yes. Butt implants, butts little implants, contouring huge. their faces. Kylie Jenner got uh, got her jaw shaved down. She got her hair she dyed. Was, was she one was already kind of pretty. She was a young. She was fifteen. She was a young girl, and 15? she's eighteen. And her mom was like, "Yeah, plump up her lips and her ass." That's so messed up. Now. Do do guys get ball implants? Like, will that ever be a thing where it's <laughs> the like most the desperate like, man big in the balls? World. Actually, yes. There are men who get a certain sil- silicone or something injected into their penis to make it fat. That I have oh. seen. Yes, balls. I don't know. I don't I, care about balls, and I'm always interested in those who ask me questions like, "Do you care about over. ball size?" Like, who gives a shit? Ball size? Yeah, but my ex really liked it when I would like lick and suck his balls, which is very humiliating to think about it. <laughs> it is pretty. I always feel bad for the girl when she's done. I'm like, you you don't have to. You don't cool. want to keep do doing that. it, but like, that yeah, that's sucks. the thing. It must be really because like I know what it's like to get blown, so I don't mind blowing somebody because it's like you like it. But girls, it's gotta be so weird. <laughs> it's gotta be strange if, if that's your joke, especially if you don't like the guy. Oh, yeah, for sure. But it's pretty simple. You look particularly good tonight. Thank you. You do. I mean, we can all agree that the best life you can have on the planet is being a hot girl, right? I mean, being a hot girl is the best life you can have. It's amazing. I excuse hot people's behavior all the time. I have one friend, Stacy, and I'm like, yeah, she's racist, but her thighs don't touch. She's good for the group. Bring her. (laughs) Bring her. He does amazing impressions. It's really fun going on the road with him, too, because I'm a huge Simpsons fan, and he can act out full scenes from The Simpsons <laughs> of all the different voices. That's incredible. It's what so about, fun. I'm just waiting for to meet somebody that can do uh, Jeff Goldblum. I've heard one person be able to do Jeff Goldblum, and it's amazing. I don't really I know, don't know much about I him. do a perfect Joe Mackey, if you know who Joe Mackey yeah, is. I do. Um, I'm trying to think of other people. Have you had Danny Callis on this show? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
I do a perfect Danny Callis. Yeah. Oh, fucking dad. You want to talk about Chicago? Oh, my God. Uh, uh, Mateo, you're fucking funny, dude. You don't need to, you know, I like that Metro joke you talked about. <laughs> Wait, dude, Joe Mackey. You know, Sam, Sam Morell's a real, a real hoot, but don't listen to his Twitter, because I'm the better one. <laughs> I bet they love it when you do it to them. <laughs> no, 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 that's too much. No, that's perfect. That's so good. It's so good. Um, here's a question. Um... It's called Name Dropping. Name Dropping! Yeah! yeah. Uh, who is the most famous person in your cell phone? And then the story behind how you got it. And it can be the, it can be the most famous person to you. Probably. I'm not well, going to ask for proof, so you could totally... The most famous person in my phone? Well, people on SNL? Or yeah, Bianca guess... Del Rio? Or Anthony Jessel? I can't think of... Yeah, I mean, it's, I'm really embarrassed to say it's Michael Che. It's like he's kind of a peasant, but I think it's Michael Che. I guess mine's Jay Farrow. Sashir? No, Che's more. I mean, Nicole? Oh, I have, um, Anthony Jeselnik? That's he's a good one. Big. He's a How did you get his number? Uh, I opened for him. Like on tour? Yeah, like well, last year I went for a couple shows for him. Nice. He's not on tour right now. Uh, Bianca Del Rio. I know she's not famous to like straight people, but she is wildly famous and draws much larger crowds. Wrestler than so Colt many Cabana. <laughs> Colt, yeah. No, I don't know that. Sashir is one of my best friends. Oh, David Tell. David Tell. David Tell. I text with David. What a Tell sweet human being. He's my favorite. He's I really, really well, yeah, because you're you guys are in New York, right? Or yeah. Are you in Are you in L.A.? Do you live in no, L.A.? I'm in New York. You are in New York. Yeah. It's funny. You can tell the New York comics and the L.A. comics by. Uh, their jokes is that uh, New York comics tend to have stronger punchlines, I feel. Yeah. Punch well, you, you asked me if I was from L.A., so what do you think I am? <laughs> no, no, I just, because when I said you guys are from New York, I knew she was from New York. I didn't know if I said Yeah, New York. <laughs> I, I love New York. I want to live in New York for the rest yeah. of my life. Yeah. And that's true, your I ties from emails. Chicago. Are you originally from Chicago, too? Yeah. So now you went to fashion school? No, I was a, an oil painter at the School of the Art Institute of Chicago, and my minor nice. was storyboarding and fashion illustration. So when oh, I graduated, okay. I was, for years, a true storyboard artist. I illustrated television commercials cool. and fashion ads because I could draw beautiful women. I do you did, still I do that? Be- well, I don't need to anymore. I have work. He, makes, he, comedy, made, he comedy. made his own cartoon that he's in the process of. Yeah, it seems like storyboarding would be perfect for oh, him. I just feel like if that was like a true passion or whatever. This that, is Princess that, Cupcake. It's oh, that's cartoon. part of my cartoon. Oh, my God. You drew that? But, that's awesome. Yeah. So it's a whole series. There's five superheroes. Well, they sh- go to, what? <laughs> oh. Yes. Um, anyways. I love it. They're so cute. But yeah, I, that was Sorry. my goal. I've only been doing comedy for four years. So my well, goal was... I graduated with art school. I was an obsessed painter, artist, and I still draw every day. But, I mean, it's weird because I was storyboarding during the day, and then I just started comedy at night, and then I got a job in New York full-time with this company to storyboard for them all day long. And then I moved to New York and just started doing comedy in New York and, like, overnight. Yeah, how did you get into New Faces? That's such, it's such a hard thing to get into in Montreal. We both auditioned for our first time and got it for our first time. So how do you, how do you, how do you audition for it? They asked me to audition at a Montreal audition in New York. Uh, to do hold, six minutes. They and, hold auditions. But that like, happened because you were doing comedy at a reputable place somewhere in New York City. Somebody uh, noticed you, then asked you. You had a man. You had a good manager. Our manager. Yeah, I had. I got a good manager very early. We have the same manager. I told our manager about her. Who noticed you, know. you doing comedy in New York City? Yes. 
Okay. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. And then I got a call back, and then I went. Wow. <laughs> it's awesome. It's not that it's not that easy for everybody. It's I, 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 yeah, I, I understand that. I, I, I understand that. I'm not saying it's like. No, it's no, so it's wonderful. I'm happy for you. It's really awesome. But, no, but trust me, I have had a lot of um, not so easy things. So sure, it's, it's not all. The thing that's fun um, and like sh- it happens a lot with Chicago girls. Sometimes uh, they'll message me for advice, or just in general, people will be like, "How do you stand up?" Or I got my half hour and I got a message from some dude in Minnesota, be like, "Hey, can I have the contacts for the half hour? How'd you get that?" Right? Yeah. And people even like, "How'd you get Montreal?" It's like these questions. But at the end of the day, you just have to do stand up, and that has to be your goal. And then the more you do it, you're gonna be at a particular moment, or you're gonna get good enough, and someone will see you. And for some people, it takes longer or shorter, and the process is hard or whatever but at the end of the day there's no tricks you sure. just have to like do stand up every night also but yeah. or or you can be a networker or try to weasel your way in or get a contact but like that's uh, why would you do that yeah right my People do it when i first came to new york i mean the day i moved uh, every single night for almost a year i did three open mics four open mics a night i was just i was an obsessed i'm still obsessed but things change and evolve but i was just obsessed so for a year i just open mic open mic open mic open mic open mic open mic and you just learn your craft better, your jokes better, you learn the scene, you learn what's up, and then, you know, you start doing shows, and so then it's shows and open mics, and then you start doing clubs, and things just sort of keep evolving, but it's, it's, again, it's about, like, I don't date, I don't do anything else, I just do comedy, comedy, I only hang out with comedians, I live with a comedian, I just do comedy, comedy, every night, every day, it, it, it sucks up all of your life, but you kind of have to just love it. Seems like anyone does anything great or well that has to, to do that little period of time for a year or two or three or more, just being in like solitude and doing it and immersing themselves in yeah. it. Yeah, so that's awesome. But I was telling Lisa earlier today, like I was that way with opera and I was that way with oil painting, where you have to. All art forms are the same process essentially. It's like you start with a passion and then it becomes an obsession and then it becomes surrounding yourself with people who are much better than you and there's healthy competition and but every single evolution of art really to me feels the same i could look at where i've been in comedy singing and painting and the actual process of art making all is very parallel nice but Jesus. when you said like um, it is easier or quicker for some people or others and that's like definitely true and like the more unique of a voice you have the kind of easier in quotes yeah and that goes back to what you were saying too it's like there's so few gay people doing comedy that I'm sure when there are people are like oh that's interesting I'd like to hear that because it's just so rare more rare to even have men or even if you're like alt even if you're a white dude but you're super alty and weird or you're doing something like your voice you have to get to a unique voice and so that takes people different times so do you find that that um like more gay people come to your shows because they know that you're gay? No, it's the opposite. You think it's the opposite? Well, I, in New York, you're doing so many shows, you're doing spots. So it's like a spot of the club. So people don't really come to see you, they're just coming to the club. So I just sort of show up at my spot time and bounce around room to room. In New York. Yeah. But in, in D.C., there were a but, bunch oh, of people that saw you. First time that's ever happened. Logo. It's because I did the logo, be at Bianca Del Rio's comedy cabaret special on logo and that was the first time that when i went to dc like 10 15 gay people came just to see me awesome. that's never happened. that will that will that's happen never. this weekend like like that here that, oh yeah that will definitely happen this weekend. oh well then that's cool so it's, it's just happening. that's very it's happening it's just it's that's just an it's interesting to me 
Yeah. That because yeah, maybe it's just because there aren't a whole lot of gay comedians. I I do rarely, rarely, rarely I do like the gay show, meaning like it's an all gay show at a gay club, just because I don't I don't know. I'm always the only gay person in the room normally, stage or on the lineup. There's a few. There's like me and Tim Dillon and John Early and. Joel Kim Booster and Guy Branum. Guy Branum and Guy Branum and John are now LA. James Dillon in LA. So in New York, it's just like me. Well, there's also a bunch of comics that just do gay rooms. Oh yeah, there is a gay scene, but it's the same thing as like you have to do all rooms. You can't there's all gay comedy clubs. Not clubs, but clubs like, like scenes. And okay, they're great. Like... They're great comics. It's just that to me is like super gay oriented, and that's awesome. Um, but I just wanted, I want to perform everywhere. If I had stuck to just doing gay rooms, I would have a, a different career. Huh. My friend Brad Locally is amazing, and he does gay cruises. Like, his whole life is, like, gay cruises and this and that, and he's done stuff on Logo. And he's made a whole career out of doing just gay-specific rooms and stuff. It's just, you know, there I, was just gay cruises? I, I would assume that there would sense. be. I just didn't know that. Yeah. But I've heard that doing comedy on cruises is the worst thing in the world. Yeah, because then you're around all the people. I heard, yeah, you just sit around and then you do your... I heard it's just, it's like people don't really like it. But they pay you really good money. I'm sure gay cruises are a lot more fun. I guarantee it. You know what I mean? I guarantee it. It's a lot of good looking people. um, And there's, they must have the biggest gym on the gay cruises. (laughs) (laughs) 95% of it must be a gym. And the other half a sauna. Uh, But yeah. So you have, how how big is your family? You have how many brothers and sisters? I'm one of three, but my mom's one of seven, and we all grew up on the same block, and I have 22 first cousins. So it's like having brothers and sisters around? Yes, and we're all the same age, and they're my best friends. Like, people ask me, like, what's your favorite thing in the world? My cousins. Right on. Who do you talk to every day? My cousins. Nice. My cousins. All of them? You talk to all of them every day? There's, like, the core seven of us who are always There's a VIP named Brian. Yes, my cousin Brian is also gay and is my soulmate. I and your so older great. brother is gay as well. Is also gay, yes. So he kind of uh, he kind of blazed the trail for you. Not particularly. <laughs> My brother is very quiet. Not so. He's not into the family thing. Him and I don't even. We're not even that close. We really? talk. We talk like once every three months, oh. maybe. Where my aunts and my cousins and I all talk every day. My mom. Oh. My mom is Mexican Italian. My dad's just like white. American. Why'd you point to me when you said white American? I said, I did this, white. <laughs> I, I gestured out. Okay, cool. Looks, this is one of you. Looks like you. <laughs> Looks like you. Um, how can people get a hold of you guys on social media and stuff? At Glitter Cheese. On Grinder, Tinder. <laughs> um, the most important. Bathroom stalls. Oh, I think I'm Snapchat. I'm Glitter Cheese 54. Oh, I am Mateo Lane on everything. M A T T E O L A N E. Yeah. Is there a band named Mateo? Is there? M A T E O. That's the Latino way. Was this boring? Was this okay? Yeah, were we yeah, boring? Yeah, yeah. Did I bore you guys? No, 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 no. I'll put a bunch well, of jokes. I'll, I'll spice in some jokes from your <laughs> sets you. and stuff. Laughter. Yeah. No, this <laughs> no, no, is, it's just like a, hey, these are, it's, these, this is who you are and people are more likely to How come and see How many people shows. are, say no? Say no to what? To, this to do podcast. this podcast. Nobody. It's, yes, there has definitely been, Except, I think there's definitely been two. Todd Berry didn't want to. I didn't. That's what I, I was like, yeah. I knew it was going to be Todd, and that's what I was waiting for. Todd didn't want to. Um, we just, I just didn't want to ask Kyle Kinane to do it. So, um, other than that, yeah, but I mean, this is, this is maybe like number 26 or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. 12, 12, 
Oh, oh, everyone else yeah. that's been here. Yeah. Sklar Brothers. Um, I love them. Yeah, they're they're great. No, but every, everybody. Rory did we do one with Wyatt or did we not ask Wyatt? Did Wyatt was here for sure? I love Wyatt. Ian Edwards, Rory Scovel, Chad Daniels, uh, like every everybody that's been here basically in the last ones. 24 weeks. Wyatt's my favorite. I just did his show on Sesso called CISO. Sorry, Sesso is how he's spelled it. It's just mean sex in Italian. Yeah. Called Night Train. And every time I do his show in Brooklyn when he's hosting. You heard about it. I heard it's a big deal. Yeah, it's it's super fun. But he always does this thing where like, some joke I'll do and then he'll pop his head out in the curtain <laughs> and like encourage me or laugh or something. And it, it, I always love it. And then when we shot that, I walked out on stage and I'm like doing my set and he popped his head out and did it again. It was very fun. It was very cute and fun. And he recorded his album when he was here last time. It was pretty good. Oh, yeah. I told him. I, I want to record him. my album here. It's please, so good. Please do. I, would love I had to do such it. a good time tonight. Like, I can't be choosy. It's just like, you gotta fuck whoever wants to fuck. It's just, yeah, I'm in a frustrating place. Like, the last guy I really had a crush on, I invited him out to a show, and then the night of the show, he asked for a second ticket. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's, like, bringing a date to the show. I'm an idiot. But he didn't, which was awesome. He brought a guy friend, but his friend had a ponytail, which is upsetting. It's just like... (laughs) That's your number one friend? But then it hit me, like, it's probably a friend from childhood, you know? Like, you don't make new friends with ponytails, so... Everyone's doing well. That's the thing that's so exciting when you said there's so much work. Like, that's what's fun. It's all... I mean, obviously, there's some sad friends, but most friends are like... (laughs) Everyone seems to be killing it, doing late... Like, everyone's having a really fun time. What are you both respective working on at the moment, actually? We're kind of thinking bigger than... I mean, I'm not that stand-up isn't big enough and cool enough, and we're so happy to have you, but... It always seems that comics have a couple of tricks up their sleeve. They're working on a show. They're working on writing I mean, something. They're doing. You know something. what I've learned about this hmm. is like I this one project I've been working on. It's been two and a half years, and it keeps changing. I keep like it's just so much work that sometimes you're like, oh, I'm doing this, or I filmed a web series with my friend Sabrina Jalise, and people are like, so how was it? And I was like, oh, it was a fucking disaster. <laughs> it was a disaster. Everything was terrible. <laughs> we learned a lot. Now we're on to the next thing. But no, that. Like, that being a disaster and this other thing taking so long, it's kind of embarrassing to even tell anyone what you're working on because <laughs> you might pitch and no one wants it and then you have to redo it or it happens and it doesn't get picked up. It's just such a long process. Oh, and you put so much into it. But so, so much. much. Some, at some point, like you said, when you put yeah. your time in, one of those things connected. You just have to it, learn. It happens for everybody's running the show. They talk about this crazy time they went through doing this, but eventually something connects. So yeah. It, it when, will for you. When Kate Holland was here uh, two times ago, he was telling us about this great show that he was going to have on True TV and he was going to get all his comic friends to be on it and it, it's those who can't and he's got all these famous comics on it. it's it's great like it's like and he had a hot nice girlfriend with him this time yeah. he came with a hot girlfriend <laughs> this time around he was very lonely last time he was here no there's a lot of inspiring <laughs> stories I think that's the one thing you learn is like you have to keep doing work because everything like it's going to get cancelled or this you know you just have to keep just have good work and ethic and yeah and always have stuff. something like I have my I have a cartoon show that I've developed and I'm going out to pitch in LA next month. Next month you're already going to pitch it? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, you, well, it's two you, years in the making. I mean, it yeah, was but the, even that doesn't. Drawings and all it was. Five hundred drawings, two years doesn't sound. And like also, like I started stand up because I wasn't good at like I didn't ever I failed at everything else. So even learning how to like write a script or doing any of that or tr- that's so much work. Like stand up, so not easy to, but like. You just go up and no, chat. No, but it's easy for certain people. Yeah, so it's easy. Like, I just go up and chat. I have a good time. My brain kind of works in that way. But when I sit down, it's all so new to me. So I have, like, a writer I'm working, and we work on it. But 
every step of the way I learn something new and then I'm like, no, we got to scrap this. Let's do that. Let's make this. So it's like, it's really fun to work on it. You know, it's cool. It doesn't burn you out? You don't get burned out on that? Oh, I, I do like a lot of out. lounging, sorry. <laughs> I was like, I, I, you took it out of my head. I was like, I, I mean. There's this amazing coffee shop slash Guatemalan restaurant across the street from my house. I go there every day and type. And I watch a lot of shows and I hang out. I've heard, <laughs> like yesterday, I had a friend, my friend Jeff was over. And so we hung out all day. And then as soon as he was going to leave, Mateo's like, I'm by your house. I'm like, great. Like, I always, I'm always just lunging and chilling. Sounds great. It needs Coming to come up with to great ideas. No, but then I have like you know that's why it's good to work with. Someone. She has a lot of vices. I have a lot of vices, but I do have a lot of people being like, is you know I have deadlines like you got to do this. This has to get done, and so like I'll get shit done. But I don't like comedy for me is so fun that if I wanted to do something that I didn't want to do, I would get a stupid job. So sometimes like if I'm not in the mood to write, I'm not gonna fucking write because that's why I chose this life. You know, mm. to be able to kind of live on my own life. If you could give advice to a comic <laughs> and you could just say one thing, what would it be? Um, don't be a phony. No, I don't know. Don't be a punk. Oh, well, yeah, that would be a good one. <laughs> no, just um, um, treat everyone with respect. Yeah, just be nice. Oh, I shouldn't say that because I'm a cunt to a lot of people. <laughs> she is. But I, no, so she is. is. So no, I think, I've honestly, it. honestly, just be yourself. That's it. Just be yourself. Be and yourself. And the my, our manager actually does. Sam Safer, she's kind of a genius. And one of the things she does is for, like, we have to make goals every year. And she's really adamant that the goals have to be something that you have 100% control over. So the goal shouldn't be, like, I want to get on late night. I want to go to Montreal. I want this. Because you have no control over those things. And those aren't real goals. So it's like the goal should always be to get better or like having a set like that's the prize you know to have something of quality that you're really excited about so I would say that the goal should always be should never be a show like an a um, like an accomplishment like that it should be the process so what were your goals that you you, you had started this year I don't even remember. No. I, my, Sam and I had a, a much deeper conversation about, like, I'm, outside of goals. Like, we, we had stuff to discuss. Yeah, I mean... So, <laughs> my goal was to just, like, be happy. Uh, <laughs> that was that. Sing more. And I had some tangible things that I wanted. I was like, well, we need to get late night, but I also ran into some, you know... <laughs> my, I know some of my... Um, two of them went out the window, but... Um, I want a new hour by the end of the year that's not on my album or half hour. Oh, man. Um, so I'm at like 25 new minutes uh, right now. Um, so, you know, I is that where you want to be? I don't know. Close? It's halfway? Yeah, it's halfway and I, you know, I do, on average I do two, three spots a night. So I'm just like doing it. And so, and then the other one was I wanted to have a, a story to do on This Is Not Happening. So it's like, ah, to get God, a, I love that show. So to have a good story for that and I'm working on that right now too. Sure. But the other one I wanted to, um... I want to do. I want to do a coloring book with him. Oh yeah, we're gonna do that. An adult coloring book about Lisa's life. That's fun. And then yeah. the oh, other... and you'll illustrate the coloring book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there'll be like messes. Like once I like puked on a dick, and it'll be like that. Like something <laughs> like that. Um... Yeah, adults can color it. Or it'll be like um, but or kids. Ch- I love it. <laughs> it'll be from childhood to adulthood. So it'll start with like once. I just revealed this to him, but the uh, the one uh, Backstreet Boys video was I'll premiering on TRL, and I ran home because I needed to see the premiere, but I forgot my keys, so I broke the door to my <laughs> parents' house to watch it. And so like sobbing from- in front of the television, <laughs> sobbing. sobbing, weeping and sobbing <laughs> that the Backstreet Boys have a music video, so, sobbing. So it's just gonna be like all the embarrassing like kind of fuck ups of my life, but turning it into a fun 
coloring book that Mateo will draw. <laughs> and then do you guys think you'll sell those when you go when you go out on the road? I didn't even think. I, you today, really I, think about today it. I told I them we should sell something because I get so uncomfortable sometimes talking with people after yes, shows, weird. but I feel like I want I should. I don't I want know about what we sell. Coloring book is brilliant. I would buy. Book. I would buy a coloring I would also book. buy a buy, you know, harpy. That's a brilliant idea. We should do one with your disasters too. So Mateo and Lisa. Well, we could do that. Business. Yeah. Business. People would eat I those would. up, I, I guarantee cool. I you. a very novel thing. It only has to be like 25 pages. Yeah, so yeah. each of I'm us... Because I'm like a weird gay kid growing up. Each of us up. will have 12 things or something. This is so exciting. And you have to come out with a new one like every year. No, yeah, just worse Listen, moments. calm down. <laughs> <laughs> no more since <laughs> 2015. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll do that then, Lisa. Yeah. I'm glad that was born right here on the afternoon. I am too. Yeah, I am too. <laughs> and then a couple of goals didn't happen. I just, and then at the end, we're friends. Because I've got... <laughs> yeah, we, we meet. Yeah. Um, the first time I hung out with Lisa, I was in her... Well, the first time we met, I didn't even speak comedy. to each other. Yeah. It, it was, was Marty DeRosa's Yeah, uh, Mar- the, the wrestling one? Marty's who got me started in stand-up. Marty D? Yes. So I was Marty there the oh, first no, no, night no. you did stand-up Marty DeRosa. Marty's show. Who's on, who's on uh, Louie? I know who he is for sure. He's been here. Marty DeRosa? Yeah. No, no, no. Marty DeRosa You're is from of Chicago. I am thinking of Joe DeRosa. Oh, but we are... Him. I love Joe DeRosa. There we go. I confused him. <laughs> I have to... Marty has the wrestling No, podcast. Marty was here. He did. He headlined the Thursday, I believe, of... He's a wrestling uh, podcast. I can't he had this yeah, show. Exactly. And the first, he was dating my really hot friend at the time, and that's how I met him. And then I uh, was like, I want to do stand-up. She's like, come do three minutes at my show. And I'm not but making a show, joke. But this show, they give away dildos. Yeah, and 25 oh, members yeah. of my family Sexy. came. Oh, wow. That's last time. I mean, yeah. What? They're, well, they're like they're like my yeah. big fat Greek wedding. They follow me, and then they're mad if I don't talk about them. That's dope, though. It's like it's so wonderful to have the support of such a large amount of people. Most people don't have it. Yeah, but now like I have to hide from them. Like I'm doing shows in Chicago next month, and it's like I'm not even telling them I'm doing the Laugh Factory because it's just like it's just it's just so they're just they'll just always be they'll just more of them will come. <laughs> Which is a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My grandparents came to a gay bar once to watch me perform. My grandparents. Did you pull any punches? Uh, pull a punch? Did you like hold anything back? No, oh, no, 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 no. The way I talk with you guys and everyone, like, I talk about, I talk with my grandparents. And I talk to them probably like twice a week. And right now I'm really into the OJ trial thing that, you know, on FX. 15 years ago. Yes, and my grandpa's a judge and my grandma is obsessed with like OJ and the Menendez. She has the, a, the mind of a bear trap, so she remembers everything. <laughs> so I've been calling them up and I was like, well, what? tell me about Marsha Clark and this and that, tell me about the judge. And what do you think of the Menendez? And my grandma just in her moo-moo and moccasins, shrieking, <laughs> screaming, and yelling about it. Yeah, they love it. Yeah, yeah, what did yeah, they yeah. think awesome. of the knife that they found on OJ's property? Bullshit. Bullshit. They don't believe it? No, of course not. I wish I wish it wasn't so late so I could call my grandparents now. <laughs> well, it's only... Oh, no, it's 11.16. Yeah. They might be up. They might be sleeping. You would love them. <laughs> I don't think we need to call grandparents. They've been sweet. <laughs> but, not, but my grandparents aren't like... Oh, what? You know, like, they're <laughs> spicy people. They've had quite the life. Yeah, I never had any. Are you serious? Yeah, oh, my so family is so old. They're all dead? They all died before I was born. Her parents yeah. are 70. Are they really? My dad's 78. My mom's 71. Yeah, they're just seven years apart. She's from the so, Soviet So my dad Union. was 50 when I was born, and my mom was 42. So I have, like, old parents. Huh. When did you, how old were you when you came to America? Three. Pretty cash. Yeah, yeah that's, what's, that's what's up. <laughs> that's what's up. That's well, what's we up. came with all the other Russian Jews between, like, 88 and 92. We all came. 
That's great. I know nothing about that. I, don't, I just don't yeah, pay attention. The Russians were basically like giving the Jews a chance to get out. The Jews made a deal with Russia, I think. Like, we need to get them yeah, out of here. Yeah, the Jews were like, of the world. The American Jews, Israel, like uh, Australia, they were like, we'll take the Jews. And they're like, we don't want them. <laughs> and so we all got to leave, which is great. I would have been dead in Russia, I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm shocked you're alive now in America. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm glad I'm here. That's a crazy story. That should be in the coloring book. <laughs> I guess I could draw my grandpa, the Mexican hitman with another family. I mean, this is <laughs> so exciting. I can't wait to work on this now. <laughs> That's all you'll be doing for the next couple months. Hopefully. Well, no. Well, you'll know I'll draw that in like three days. Yeah, he's very, very fast. He's very talented. Oh, well, I, I want to at least see a copy of it. Uh, yeah. Or yeah. I guess you'll Before be selling it the next time you open it. <laughs> sure. You'll be in the dedication. Nice. Oh, oh that'd be so nice. Goodness. All right, I well, can't believe you didn't think about it earlier to put yourself in it. That's so nice. That's like very cool of you. Yeah. And then we meet together. It's like Jack and Jill, but just gayer and Jewier. <laughs> yeah. All right. You guys need to get some sleep. Thank you for doing the after Thank show. Thanks for having us. Bye. And then, without speaking English, right? He was able to go, so he made me collect owls. I should have told you that beforehand, but he made me collect owls, so I had hundreds of owls. He went behind my back, not speaking English, and made the library at my school display my owls and then make a sign that said, Lisa's wonderful and wise owl collection. So then all the kids are like, oh, the bitch that eats popcorn out of garbage, of course she collects owls. Duh, you know? Fuck. All right, thanks so much, you guys. I really had a great time.